Middle Cough. Hey, heaps. Recording this on a, a Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, depending on where you're at. Uh, live on the tube, and it's also going to be a weekend mailbag. So you know what that means. No, I don't. You refuse. You refuse. Bag alert, major bag alert is going to come up later in the show today. What's funny is I uh, I love bag alert. People I, bag alert. I just don't say it as well. I don't have as much soul. Is my favorite Allstate commercial with uh, "Let's make lots of money." I know you've always and the liked guy's that driving. One. Yeah, yeah. I just turned it up because I saw. I look up and the guy's in his car. He just has a big smile. It looks like he's in the middle of Vegas or something. That was still going strong. <laughs> yeah, that was still going strong. I don't think Bagler's going anywhere either. But I saw I somebody Wendy. talking about Bagler the other day on the internet that just discovered it's a real song. Yeah, I had to Google to. F- the only reason I googled whether or not it's a real song, it's DJ Khaled, is because I wanted to know if we could use the real song or if, you know, that would prevent us from being able to make money and, you know, if it's a licensed song, which it is because it's a real song. Yeah. So uh, that's why I sing it because no, the algorithm's not going to catch my voice and be like, that's the real song. (laughs) Do you think it's the algorithm or humans doing that? Because they feel like they catch a lot of people. (laughs) I just wonder if they just have a lab of like 70,000 humans that watch every YouTube video that comes up and they go, they're doing something shady. People that just, I know every song in my head. I know what a real song is. Yeah, I don't know. Remember when we first started doing YouTube videos and we would post like uh, like CBS highlights? Those videos would get flagged in a heartbeat. That's got to be an algorithm. Yeah, I remember like uh, when I first just tried some YouTube videos probably like four or five years ago and would do some of that, like commentating over tape. And I, they would always get flagged. This is when I had like one, fo- just on my own, John Middlecoff YouTube account with like 10, no one followed. They were pretty much on the ball. <laughs> yeah. So YouTube, they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the algo, John. In, in ter- they know what they're doing in terms of finding stolen property. Now you could, you know, there's some, you know, I'm not into arguing with them because I like what they're doing for us, but I get where people are uncomfortable with some of the stuff they're doing. Like, could you go social, social media companies just in general? But like, I need them, so I, I I don't get as mad at them because like they are providing me a benefit. Right? Could could I revert if I reversed? Would the algorithm catch it if I reversed an NFL game image and played that image? Would the algorithm catch so, that? Th- that's a good question. Every right-handed know. quarterback between became left-handed, but we're able to look at the video. I think I I don't know. It's a hell of a question. Do I have to? Do I owe somebody money every time I yell "bag alert"? No, hope not. So, uh, watch the. So you know, some of you guys might be listening to this Friday. Some of you might be listening to it Saturday. Some of you might be listening to it Sunday. Some of you might be. Who knows? You might be listening. You might be listening to. Perhaps the world has imploded, and you're the last person living, and you're floating around on Mars, and uh, you're listening to this podcast, just trying to get a semblance of home. So the world implode, how they end up on Mars? They were on the one, they were on the plane. They were on the wrong, you know, ship with like eight people, just Elon, and they were on like a commercial flight. And as they were flying, they looked down like, oh my God, world ended. Well, Bezos, and all I, and all I got like, is this iTunes with all these Haberman and Middlecoff podcasts on it. Did you did you see the dude that paid Bezos like $30 million to come with him for 11 minutes to space? How many, I love that, it like people. 
I can't believe he could be doing so much money with this. He could be doing so much good. Like, I, I do think some of these guys, when you're stupid rich, they still want to do some of their fun shit that they want to do. Like, I don't totally blame them. I'm not into going to space, but if you were a space guy and you were a billionaire, $30 million to you, like, if that's what it costs to go with Bezos to space, I, I do, I can't relate, but I do understand it. Here's the thing. That guy has another whatever bill. He's got all the money in the world. That guy can still donate as much money as he wants to donate to anybody. Right. Yeah, and he usually does. Who I'm just saying, whoever that person is, it's got. It's yeah. not like not 100 percent of his money goes to donations. I don't know who. I that just person don't relate is. to the guy with unlimited money that like I want to go to. Like I just you, you've made unlimited money. Your life doesn't get anything get any don't better. You, Every everything you do is free. Why would you want to leave this earth? Like this earth is what's provided. Why do you want to risk it? What if someone I grabs think it's you up just there? About what if something goes wrong? Somebody grabs you up there. The aliens are in the ocean, John. They're not up there. They're they're down there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't relate to uh, space guy. I think what happens is, not speaking from experience, you get so much money. Any, exp- you can literally do anything in the world you want. You don't. W- what else can I do? You're sitting there on your couch. I was talking to my barber today because he was like, "What? Why is like? What do you think about Kevin Durant on the internet?" I'm like, "Yeah, Kevin Durant makes forty million dollars, but at the end of the day, Kevin Durant on a Friday night just on the couch like the rest of us." So, yeah, he's a human with $40 million, but $40 million isn't doing anything for him when he's sitting on the couch, eating a hamburger, scrolling Twitter like all the other humans. So he's just a, he's just a guy. He's just a guy like the rest of us. He happens to be you know, super famous. But again, that's that's when he's sitting on his couch, he's just susceptible to the same things that humans are susceptible to. And Girl, so I think I, I what think happens the pu- is you... The pushback would be you end like, up with Kevin, 30 you've been billion, on Twitter like, long enough. I know. Yeah, my I mean, point, I, though, is just my point, though, is just like I do think you probably get to the point where you're like, what what can I do that other people can't do? And if I can't do that, am I taking advantage of the fact that I got 30 billion dollars to burn? If I'm not, then. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. What, like you get to a point. What's the point of having this money if I can't do everything that you can't do, even though most of the things that you probably do once you have that much money are things that other people are not doing? Like just, but it just bore, it becomes very normalized to you. Like you don't ever have to go through an airport again. You don't ever have to have anyone cook your food. You don't ever have to be driven. You don't ever have to drive if you don't want to drive. Like, you, but like not just like an Uber. Like a driver drives you around, right? Right. Like right. you just do things that humans can't relate to, and it becomes part of your normal life. Like I can't imagine whenever I talk to someone like I got to commute from work. Like we all have to commute here and there, but I I couldn't imagine five days a week commuting to a job and because so, i had to do it for a while when we worked in the city and i just i wanted to shoot myself blue collar podcast uh, avoids public transportation uh well it wasn't even that yeah it i mean bar. i took public transportation i sat i sat but it wasn't even just about bart it was just about the time i wasted well to me like to i used to take do business i used to take the bus all the time the difference between the bus and bart for people who don't know bart it's like a it's a train it goes underground Bart would get stuck all the time. Like, people who took Bart, like you, would just, it'd be, yeah, we're stuck. It's fucking 112 degrees in this thing. We're underground. We're not going anywhere. We're delayed. Somebody, something. It's not the public transportation part of it. It's just the transportation part of it and the inefficiency of it that that offended you. But again, but I drove and it would sit in traffic. Either way, like, whether whether it's public transportation or in your car, just the two hours that you would have to drive to go 25 miles. And I mean, a lot of people, if you live in major cities, have to deal with some semblance of this, but you haven't for the last year. 
I, I if, if you had if you sniffed it and you smelled it, I, I can't recommend this enough. If you've been thinking about leaving and you have an idea, go do it. Because time's now. Because once you get back in the rat race, you just find yourself in the rat race and then you stay in it. I was forced out of the rat race. We, I, I was thrown to the gutter. You luckily followed me there. But uh, if I hadn't, if we had just been, oh, we'll just keep extending, I just would have stayed in the rat race and been really miserable. Every single human, most white-collar humans at least, have been allotted the opportunity over the last year to see, like, wow, I can be pretty efficient from work. Because I always thought that when we were doing radio. Like, why couldn't I fucking do this from home? Why am I spending all this time? Dry, like, And then Papa was doing it from home. I was like, I want to do that. And then we started doing it. And then we own it. And we started profiting. We're like, God, this is incredible. Again, so I, we, I, I didn't think of this. We were thrown into it, but it was... It happened. That's why the number one superpower you should ever want, I think, is the ability to teleport yourself. Yes. Flying, still, you still like, yeah, I'm, I'll fly over there. Okay, well, how long is it? Oh, it'll take me 20 minutes, but I'll be there soon. 10 minutes. Teleportation. Because yeah. even if you have a private jet, like if you want to go from LA to New York, it's still going to take four and a half hours, right? Imagine cutting out the drive to the private airport. Yeah. So, anyway. To the person listening to this in the future, 20 years... We hope everything turned out okay. Uh, this is um, this is the YouTube stream. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the podcast, go to the YouTube channel. If you are watching the stream, we got stuff down in the description below, including our podcast. So please check that out. Yep. Check out the podcast. Le- rate, review it on iTunes, Apple iTunes. You get your question read in the mailbag. Also, check out our YouTube page. We do all of our live shows there as well as uh, use all the promo codes we give you. It helps keep us in business. And the Facebook. And the Facebook. Also Facebook. Been loads of stuff up there. So we got Facebook. We got YouTube. We got the podcast. We got Twitter accounts. We got Instagram. Try to post some stuff on LinkedIn. I don't know how you could possibly be a part of every TikToks and Snapchats. and There's a lot of shit going on, guy. And there's a segment of the population, everyone. Like, people are on Snapchat. A lot of people. Twisted. Yeah. Just a, Whenever a, my brother does something funny with the baby, sends me the picture on Snapchat. My sister just went viral on uh, Insta store, Instagram reel. Like, what'd she do? At last check, over eight hundred thousand fucking whatevers. That's a good. And she posted video. the thing she said two weeks ago, and she's like, "It just went." She did some video about like when your roommate catches you eating macaroni for the fourth time in five days. <laughs> just like the song It's like, "Oh no, oh no," and it's just blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. That's I, it's I, hilarious. Like yesterday, I, I checked it was seven hundred sixty thousand. This morning, I checked it was eight hundred twenty thousand. It's just good old fashioned fun. That's awesome. Gotta love macaroni. The best, the best, the best comment was like constipation's entered the chat. That one made me laugh. <laughs> that is pretty good. All right. Uh, okay. So mailbag. The mailbag is coming up. Uh, so we'll get some mailbag stuff. We want to talk about the U.S. Open first. Although as crazy as it is. You know, we always talk about how much we love West Coast U.S. Opens. We're recording this. It's 4 o'clock on Thursday. Our boy, Wyndham Clark, among others, people haven't even teed off yet. I don't know. Is yeah. this thing going to end on Sunday? The, well, there was, there was a fog delay, and they pushed it back. Right? They didn't. I mean, they, this wasn't on purpose. They didn't tee off till like an hour and a half later because there was so much fog. Which, can you not play golf in the fog? I mean, you can't broadcast it in the fog. Yeah, I think that was the problem. Okay. And I think Peacock, they, you know, the partners, you, yeah, I don't blame them. You don't want it. You're pay, this whole thing is covered. So it's like we're paying for it. You, you're not fucking teeing off till we can get a camera out there. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. But 
What's Bryson doing today? My DraftKings team. It's thrown off my DraftKings lineup, John, because uh, because like half my team hasn't teed off. Yeah, I think it's the, the first couple days are going to be messed up because they're way behind. Not people are not going to finish today. Clearly, uh, I mean Bryson's uh, on like hole three. I mentioned Wyndham. I mentioned him because of a little my bookie. So let's tell you this podcast is brought to you in part by mybookie.ag promo code ham and the number one. Uh, I would imagine if you had the Sixers on Wednesday night, that was a bad beat. Uh, MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM in the number one. They'll match that deposit 50% up to 1000 bucks. You can also decline the bonus. You do have to bet the full amount if uh, before you can withdraw funds if you accept the bonus. But either way, HAM won not just uh, the next few days, individual days of golf, but obviously a ton of base, uh, uh, baseball still ahead and um, NBA postseason still very big. MyBookie.ag promo code ham one go gamble right now. What uh, any what did what did we uh, you had a Wyndham Clark first round leader Kepka if you had Kepka what was Kepka's first round leader odds although he's fallen back but Kepka to yeah, win probably was tw- twenty five to one I mean well H- Henley is the I mean someone has to shoot a better round than him as we're recording this I have I have Bryson to win I have Xander to win I have Shane Lowry to top five I got. Homa, he's fucked. I got a couple just dabbled bets out there. Well, what did you say? Uh, did you say Brooks was twenty five to one to win, or first round leader? Uh, no, he was he was eighteen to one. I, my guess is he was twenty five because it started. Rom was nine to one to win, and the the first round leader started at twenty to one and then worked its way down. So I bet Kepka's thirty to one. But again, Kepka can't like Henley's already done, so he can't. Kepka can't be the first round leader. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking now to win the thing, like the guy. Uh, if he somehow wins the U.S. Open, which obviously he's in contention to do, um, he's just an automatic bet for every major at this point. Because it's one yeah. thing when we thought it was hot, but now we're at the point where we thought Kepka had cooled off, and then, no, he heats back up for the majors. You could argue he was an automatic bet this week. Yeah, you could. Like, you were you, you were crazy not to put a little down on him, because he's doing exactly what we thought he was going to do. That's kick fucking ass, take names. Uh, podcast also brought to you in part by our friends at DraftKings. Get in the Haberman and Middlecoff League Right now, sign up at DraftKings for the NBA postseason as well. We've got a game of 200 people that's, uh, you know, it's too early to tell. I'm in 175th, so we're just going to wait. Wait and see what plays out. Uh, but DraftKings is huge for the NBA playoffs, too. Yep. DraftKings, download the DraftKings app. Do it right now. Use the promo code HAM when you sign up. They have a ton of stuff. NBA playoffs going on. Obviously, we have a golf major. I mean, we have a big game going right now. You get in our league. We're going to have that for the Open Championship. We're clearly going to do that during football. Love Daily Fantasy. Love our partners at DraftKings. Download the app. Promo code HAM. Win a bunch of money. $10,000. They're giving away every day. Free prizes. No big deal. DraftKings. Download the app. Promo code HAM. Yeah, when you right now during the playoffs, they're offering free-to-play pools every day. So you get a free shot of up to $10,000 in total prizes. It's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs every day. The best part, it's free to play, limited time, only at DraftKings. DraftKings Pools page. That's where you want to go for your shot at huge prizes. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Uh, You know, I was uh, a buddy of mine, Ethan, was texting me like last week. He goes, I love baseball. I don't know shit about golf. But the problem right now is I know like three major golf storylines. I couldn't tell you one baseball storyline. Now, I love baseball. You love baseball. This is not a shit on baseball point. It's just to say Bryson and Brooks cut through an incredible amount of noise at a time when you got a sport full on in its season. 
And these these two guys have created way more. I'd say, maybe, what's the biggest thing before Spider Tack Gate? Maybe Otani for like a week is the biggest thing baseball's had this year. What would you even say? I, I, see, I, I think Spider Tack Gate is still pretty inside baseball. Like, I think maybe some people oh, know agree. what's going on, I agree but with I don't that. feel like it's that big of a story. I, like, it is. No, I think like, it's, for example, I disagree the, that it's not a. I, I think it's a big story. No one, I, I don't think, think people like, know what uh, spider tack is, but I just think there's a thing going on that people, because every broad, if you watch your local team, they're talking about it on the broadcast. Yeah. I mean, but how many people are watching, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I get like, I guess if I was like the Astros, like when that story broke, that was the biggest baseball story. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not, this is right? not, I'm not saying it's yeah. And I think Bryson Brooks is like that level where everyone casually kind of knows it's going on. I don't, it's hard for baseball like for them to get, think of what they had. The fucking Astros were banging a trash can. Like that's what it takes. I it's just hard for them. The spider tack thing, even for someone like me, has been kind of hard to follow. Yeah, well, part of it is like so. It's the, the cheating is is it's spin rate. Okay, it's, explain that to me. Oh it's wait, a this little, is part it's of what a, everyone's a little been doing too, forever. It feels very nerdy. But I don't bring it up for you know? baseball. It, what's the no, biggest story baseball's had this year? Uh, I don't know. Is it Otani? Yeah, I mean, is that that big of a story? Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, if you walked up yeah. to your average fan and said, hey, what's going on? Maybe they would just know about their local team. Maybe that's what it would be. Maybe the Giants are the yeah, big story in baseball, John. Yeah, I don't... I mean, you see the television ratings? Down. Well, my point is, something has to be your biggest story. Well, yeah, I don't, my I, don't ultimate, think that's, I don't think they really have one. No, no, but that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Like, even their biggest story is... Smaller than something that a non-golf fan like Bryson and Brooks have cut through golf to something else, especially Bryson. I don't. Like, that's the beauty. They're both massive. I, I think the hard part is is younger people, and this is where basketball they have this at least like they are important on the internet. Now that doesn't equate to people watching the games, but they do have a lot. Of, like if you just ask that casual sports fan, they could probably rattle off a couple weird things going on with like Durant. Or like, you know, a star player in the NBA, like James Harden just quitting on his team and then he's hurt. You know, just this kind of casually know what's going on. Baseball doesn't have enough huge stories that you can just casually follow. Like that's that's the one thing the football's really great at. And basketball is good with that too. The difference is football it translates to us watching the games and basketball. We're like, yeah, I don't even need to watch the Clipper game. Like it is like does Kawhi have a torn ACL right now? Or does he have an ACL injury? Like what the fuck's the deal? I don't even know, but I know something's going on with Kawhi. Uh, yeah, Chris Paul's. Uh, I mean, Chris Paul's unavailable. But again, I kinda. Well, I mean, he's didn't play. Yeah. Well, no, he's he not. Gonna, he's not gonna play. He's in pro. He's in uh, uh, whatever you call it. Yeah, but I mean, by the time who knows when they're gonna play? Like, he, maybe he doesn't end up missing games. Yeah, I mean, I know he played in the series they just had. I'm just saying, like, he's not doing anything with the team right now. The beauty for them, I guess, is that their series is over. Yeah. But. Sorry, we're getting side. My point is that these guys, like if they could find a way on Sunday to be in the mix together, would that end up bigger than, would that be bigger yes. than Phil? Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know. That's a good question. If they were playing I, together, I think it, it would be bigger not, than Phil. It, it is not going to happen. I mean, the likely, the statistical analysis of the chances of are slim than none that these two guys Feels like our play to get. I mean, Bryce has won over right now through six holes. Like I'm not. It's it's just the likelihood of it happening. Because part of it, you need both guys playing. It's just yeah, I'm not expecting it. 
even though I actually have some money on Bryson. I'm hoping for it, but it's just I. We saw this with I, being a Tiger guy. You wanted him and Phil. They never fucking played together. Yeah, but but it's, but my question is, outside of Tiger, like what's the biggest thing golf can have right now? Because if we said what's the biggest thing the NBA could have, you could come up with different scenarios. But we'd say it's not this. It's not the postseason they're currently having. If we said what's the biggest thing baseball could have, yeah, I mean we could again come up with a list. The biggest thing golf could have is Tiger Woods in the mix at a major. Well, that's not an option now. So Phil felt pretty big. But what is the biggest thing golf could have today? Like it's Bryson and Brooks. And I think if you yeah. got Bryson and Brooks on a Sunday, I think that's bigger than whatever the biggest thing in baseball could be right now. It might be bigger. Yeah. What's the biggest thing the NBA could have in its postseason right now? I think yeah, that I think might be bigger than that. Yeah, I think they're kind of screwed. Like it was, it's a pretty big disaster setup given their brands and stuff. Like a lot of star, especially if Kawhi's out. I'm with you. Obviously, the biggest thing the NFL could have right now is like an Aaron Rodgers trade, right? Yeah, which would just be the biggest thing that anybody yeah, could have. Be. I mean, a star player rest is always pretty big. Again, this oh, is oh, star for, player, yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> yeah, didn't mean to smile so big when you said that. <laughs> I don't want anyone arrested. No. All right. Drive, uh, get Ubers. <laughs> okay. Uh, time to dive in the mailbag. Weekend mailbag. Um, but we actually have one question we're going to spend a little more time on because it, it created a whole, other, uh, a whole other thought force. This is a really good question. So, again, you go to the mailbag. You go to iTunes. Leave us a review. In that review, leave some questions. Leave a question. Or we'll start taking one on Facebook as well. So go to the Haberman and Middlecoff Facebook page and um, post something there that we can react to on the next mailbag cool do it all right so here we go this question we got in the mailbag this is from mike p says question for the mailbag which which five nfl offenses are you most looking forward to seeing this season in parentheses hoping for some raider talk a side question did middlecoff confirm he ruined namdi in philadelphia love the pod i'll hang up and listen you did mention you you, you did mention your time in philadelphia with uh with namdi on a recent podcast, I think. Because my mom forwarded me the picture the other day. So I was like, I'll throw this on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know what my, how my mom found the picture that I sent to her in 2011. but uh, Maybe she was updating her phone. Yeah, maybe. Or her Facebook account or something. Who knows? All right. Top five offenses you're looking forward to seeing. And, uh, you know, part of the way I was thinking about this, John, is like it's not necessarily who are the best offenses. Like in my for my list in my head, I, Kansas City's not on my list because, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Don't get me wrong, but I know what they look like. So, uh, do you want to go? You want to just go through and, and name some teams and then try and rat. Uh, first team that came to my mind, crazy as this sounds, is Miami. Maybe it's not crazy, but Miami Tua. Maybe it's because fresh in my head, five picks of practice the other day. One of them out Gusecki's hands. But what do you think? Is is uh, would the Dolphins be in the conversation for top five interest? Uh, no, because you're kind of watching and hoping he sucks. I mean, that's part of it. No, like, I'd just be really watching. I'd be hoping I, he's I good, too. For, I, for me. Okay. For me. Like, I I think there's a chance he's not any good. All right, let's, and I, it's like, I don't really want to watch a train wreck. But I, I think it's fair to put Jalen Waddle. I think they signed Corey Davis. Or he go to the Giants. I forget. But for me, the Colts. Like, I mean, I just want to watch Carson Wentz. Yep. And, and they are just a team that's already good. So, it's are, are they? is he going to kind of throw it back to be sweet again and their team just going to dominate because if he was sweet they would be elite yeah right yeah if he is sweet they are elite we have a consensus there okay colts is one of the five i think we got to put the rams on the list matthew stafford they're they're on the list sean mcveigh right because i also think he's one of those players that have been like 
you could have a legitimate argument on both sides of the ledger on him. Like the people that are saying that he's overrated, Rob Parker calls him Pat Stadford or <laughs> Stat Padford. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's funny. And, and then there is no disputing his talent, but it's like, we're, we're going to find out now, right? Because they won with Jared Goff. So it's like, you can't win. It's on you, buddy. Also, it was a player-for-player player trade, and it's a team that went to the Super Bowl three years ago at now, and it's Sean McVay, right? It has all these yeah. elements of, and how long have we talked? To, and it's The other part, it's not that he came from anywhere. He came from the Lions, where historically we say, People would rather retire than play for the Lions, right? See Barry Sanders, see Calvin Johnson. So I, I think this is another element. Only add if he goes to the Rams and is incredible and is not Pat Stadford or whatever the name is, like goes to the wins the NFC. It's also an indictment of the Lions, who have been a storyline in the NFL for my whole our whole lives. They're, yeah. they're bad. They're a joke. That's a storyline in the league. So okay. We we have. I think there is. I think there is a current running indictment on the franchise. In fairness, yeah. No, no, it's totally legit. It's just that's one of the main stories in the NFL is the Lions suck and everyone knows it, right? That's just the story. I I, I mean, assuming he's the starting quarterback, I, I do think the Saints and Jameis, because if they are just an eleven or twelve win this year, and Jameis is sweet, like the, they have resurrected the number one pick in the draft, and he's their starting quarterback now for the foreseeable future, like that is. It's not crazy to think James is just going to be their quarterback moving forward because I think they would have told you four years ago, right? They never in a million years could have got James, like where they drafted, right? So they let's assume they liked him or they just ended up with him or they had they were in the division, so they saw a lot of him. Clearly, he feels pretty comfortable. And then he got his tryout run and he brought him back. So it's they would have had their chance to pivot if they didn't like him. Like, he clearly impressed Sean just the way he acted and the way he was around because they would not have brought him back. There's also but, something about a star player. I know he was on the team last year, but a guy who was a, a star player, right, which Seamus was at one point in time, because partly because he's a quarterback, on a, on a new team. Again, yeah. not brand new team. So you don't, have, you don't have total agreement from me on them. I think we could find three other teams that we'd rather have in the top five. But I'll put them on the side. Then I'll leave it open that I might come to your side on that one. Um, but let me put another team out there for you. The Chargers. Justin Herbert just put together one of the great rookie seasons for a quarterback in NFL history. Add to it the fact that he was not the first or second quarterback taken in his draft. Add to it the fact that their whole coaching staff changed. Add to it the fact that he'll play two games against the Chiefs. He'll play two games in Vegas. Denver, okay. And he's in L.A., I think it's Brandon Staley, defensive coordinator, first-time head coach guy. Nobody's heard of this time last year. And Justin Herbert was one of the toasts of the league last season. I'd put the Chargers, do you accept, challenge, put to the side, or deny the Chargers top five? I will throw the Saints off the, the deck and add them and bring them up the ladder. Okay. All right. So we got three. Again, we could displace as we go. Who else would you – who's next on deck? I think the pressure just, listen, this team overall is a little overhyped given their fan base and the power they mean to the league. But Mike McCarthy, they could have fired him last year. And they are the Dallas Cowboys. And the division sucks. And they're bringing him back, which I think, again, they easily could have relieved him of his duties. They doubled down on Dak. They gave him $40 million. There is no disputing this offensive suite. Like, I think there are going to be a lot of eyeballs on this team. Like, is Mike McCarthy really pretty shitty? But the offense and Dak, like... They already are a team that's polarizing and talked about a lot. 
But the pressure on this quarterback now making this much money to go along with CD, he's claiming Zeke's in the best shape of his life. You know, having Amari, who's just good. Like, I, I, I think they're going to be probably a little better probably than people think because I think they're coming in with such low expectations everyone thinks they suck. It's going to be hard for them to be as bad as they were last year. I mean, they drafted a sweet linebacker, what, a 12th overall or whatever. They just re-signed. They just, they've been pretty just kind of mellow, right? And, and they do have talent. Yeah. I can't argue with any of that. So I'll accept them as the fourth team in this top five. I I do wonder if we'll come back. If we have to bump somebody, would they get bumped before the Chargers? Or would they be on longer than the Chargers? I don't know. I think we got to come back to them. But I agree with you. The combination of them being the Cowboys, of Dak's salary, of how bad it was immediately. Because it's not just a question of how good is Mike McCarthy. It's also a question of, is Dak Prescott really this level of quarterback? Or are we going to be looking at, uh, you know, I think a better version of Jared Goff in a few years where you look back and say, this guy's overpaid and it, now it's hurting the rest of your organization? Facts, son. Okay. Next up, and I, I mentioned this to you, and I'll, I'll include Marcus on YouTube, includes Carolina could be a big sleeper team. I agree oh. with that. Darnold, the resurrection, will it happen or won't it? And uh, Joe Brady, I think they're fascinating. I think as we're going through this list, I don't think they'll end up in the top five on this list. As we talk, I, I don't think they're on the level of what we're talking about with the Chargers, what we're talking about with the Cowboys. So we can include them in the five because I'm really interested in them, but I think they'll get bumped in a heartbeat as we continue to go through. Are they even worth including in the five? You could argue don't even include them. Uh, no, I, I, I could end it right there. I can't wait to watch this team because Sam Darnold won. I'm just a fan of the player. Joe Brady, I mean, you got PFF putting him as like a top five coordinator in the league. Regardless what you think, there are just going to be some people paying attention to this franchise because if he's good and their offense is elite, it will be a, st- a talking point that they just got this quarterback for not much and their offensive coordinator would immediately be in the head coaching kind of carousel, right? They, they can no. just go from – and they have one of the star players in the league in McCaffrey who was hurt last year. If he's healthy, I, I think they're going to be pretty good. Coming off becoming off just the, the third player in NFL me. history. They have the opportunity, the opportunity to be good. Yeah. And he's coming off a 1,000,000 year, his last healthy year. Okay. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, two years ago. All right. Um, next up, we've waited a little while to get to this. Team. Oh, you're up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I think we've listed all the teams that I wrote down because, I mean, like you said, the Chiefs, the Bills, like the team, the Seattle, like everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, they're sweet. They've been good. Like, I'm used to watching all these playoff teams. Maybe you could throw in Cleveland just because is Baker going to be as good as he was last year? So they would be, you know, Stefanski. Are they just going to just – they're just a playoff team now every year? Cause their roster is loaded. But usually, like, let's not act like they're the Steelers or the Ravens. Like, they're not used to going to the playoffs. Yeah. Literally. They didn't go for 20 years. Okay, I'll give you a couple more teams then because I think Cleveland's one. I think Cleveland's ahead of Carolina. I think Cleveland, Cleveland to me is interesting no matter how they look offensively because it's either Baker is what some people think he is or Baker is what some other people think he is. Some people think he's no. Some people think, hell yeah. I think I used to think no, and I'm kind of like, all right, there might actually be something here, Stefanski. There's a chance the Panthers just are not. There's a chance like the Panthers just aren't interesting. Yeah. Could, I don't could think there's games. a chance Cleveland is not interesting on offense. And it's Odell. They, Odell, they were really interesting last year without Odell. Yeah, he's back. Okay, I'll, I'll give you another team. Same division. 
you know, they draft a first-round wide receiver in the kid from Minnesota, which some people loved. Uh, from what I've I – got, I got a boots on the ground. I, I've heard Hollywood, like they've kind of – I mean, T. Martin there, our guy Dubs there. I think they think Hollywood is really – I mean, he has underachieved. Like they got something there. They signed Sammy Watkins. Like could Lamar take – like could the offense be even more dynamic than it's been? Besides just we're running the option all over you guys. But like if we can do both, they'd be unstoppable. Right, because yeah. when you've watched the Ravens on the right day, when they play an average to below average team, and you watch them, they do have like a college vibe, like you're watching a good Alabama or Ohio State team where they just boat race a team. You're like, this isn't even fair. And where they've kind of stumbled a little bit is when they play their equal. It's like you know, it's, it looks a little difficult for Lamar if he could ever figure it out, like just consistently like threaten you outside the numbers, inside the numbers, win postseason with the games. run game. Yeah. They could easily be the number one. Like, they could rattle off 14, 15 wins. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I almost feel like we're... I guess their their division's hard. Maybe, you know, 12 and 5. But, I mean, if so, you've got... Like, he is so... I, I don't think it's out of the question. 17-game schedule. Yeah, you got to do the math. <laughs> um, I, it's almost like we're ignoring the 49ers because we talk about them so much. But, I mean, you're telling me if we're going to talk about Carolina, that... Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance isn't potentially just as interesting just on a national level. I mean, they just they were just the story of the league for a month. Yeah, I mean, but if Jimmy's playing, like I kind of know what we're getting. But I mean, well, it's cool. It's I, gonna I be great say- for our business. But it's like, like I, I, he throws and he throws some picks and he'll fumble. Like I just he'll well, but here, get- but here, but John, like let's say let's take it let's take it away from where we are. Like let's say it's Chicago and Andy Elton is the week one starter. Aren't we all interested in Chicago just to see, like, if Andy's not good enough, what's it got to look like for Justin Fields to get into a game? Like, I do think on the most basic level, Ayuk was really good last year. Kittle was hurt. Debo. Part of watching Jimmy Garoppolo is like, is he going to take another step? Or is he not going to be good enough to keep his job? Like, I think that's just a major national story. Is Jimmy Garoppolo good enough to hold Trey Lance off? Yeah. No, but I don't want I don't want to be biased here because we talk about them all the time and we could easily say that. Yeah, it's I mean it's a huge story. It's a huge story for me. Like I, I think we kind of I, I have a feel pretty confident what we're getting. Okay, so we're, we're looking for agreement here. Do we put Carolina off and Cleveland on? Yes, that's fair. Um, you know I think I'm with you. I think Buffalo, Kansas City, these teams fall into the same category. I do think the Raiders are pretty interesting this year. Like particularly Rugs. Like does that become do they figure it out with him? Even though offense was not... I think the counter would be right. Offense, well, even with the rugs issue, offense is not their problem. They're more interesting on defense this year. The Raiders. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, but I like. I don't think they're going to look that much differently offensively. Maybe they hit some more plays with rugs, but like, what does that really mean? Tampa, again, I mean, we. I think we just think they're going to be yeah. great on offense. They're just a great team. I mean, they're fucking stacked. So, but we saw it last year. They won Super Bowl. Like, just better does it get? All right. So that's working list. We did not talk about list ahead of time. That list is again Dallas, the Chargers, the Browns, uh, the Rams, the Rams, and the somebody Colts. you said first, Indy. Say it again. And Indy. Indy. Oh yeah. We didn't. We by the way, we didn't say Green Bay, but I would not put them in there. Yeah, if Jordan Love is their quarterback, maybe we'll have to see what happens. All right. Yeah, they, they would they would be a wild card if Jordan Love's their quarterback for sure. 
But it's more watching out of interest than it is like thinking they're going to be dynamic, right? Exactly. I either know what they're going to look like, which is Aaron, or... All right. Now we dive into the uh, mailbag, uh, other mailbag questions on the, uh, on the show today. Next up, mailbag. Uh, shout out for my boy. This actually person is named Muni Commuter. So they, uh, you guys remember Kyle Burka? Barry guy, you had a beer with him at Pebble at the golf tournament. That's right. You posted a photo of Pebble. We did Kyle and some of his buddies. Uh, he graduated from UCLA Business School today, and I forgot to get him a gift. Can you give him a shout out for me? <laughs> UCLA graduation this week. Starts a new job next week. Getting married in September. The boys are buzzing. We'll give. Yeah. So Kyle <laughs> Muni Commuter. Uh, apparently, you'll know who that is. Says hello. So you graduated from UCLA. He's getting married. It's pr- pretty good life. Things are. It was that and the starts buddies, a new job. Was I think those were the guys that knew the Lakeups. Those were the guys that had Remember some they, stories. Yeah, we caught them on the bet. Yeah. We were leaving like the stretch of uh, what is that six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's, we were actually up against hole fourteen with them, kind of that long par five up the hill because all the beer garden was kind of facing that hole. That's right. That's right. It's on, it was on the other side of like hole six. Yeah. and eight. Yep. I remember those guys. Uh, next up, oh, I cut this person's name off, so I apologize for that. Uh, I, Billy, uh, Billy, James, I'm one. You always go with James, Billy. I'm one that's worried about the Niners' third receiver option, mostly because an injury to Ayuk or Debo leaves them thin. But I think you're right about the Niners wanting to run the ball, and a third receiver isn't crucial. With that said, I believe he can stay healthy. If I if he stays healthy, Jalen Hurd could be a huge wild card for this team. He has another physical bruising body out there that gives them so many options. What do defenses do if Ayuk, Debo, Hurd, and Kittle are on the field? They go dime to defend it. Uh, they can motion Hurd into the backfield and pound the ball. Do you guys have a wild card for this year? I, I don't know. I mean, that's asking a lot to not only get Hurd on the field, but also start pounding the ball with him. I think that's probably asking a lot for him. Is this a secret agent from like Seattle or the Rams? Like, you guys think they're going to go dime? You guys think they're going to go nickel? How about a little robber? This is Papa. This is Greg Papa. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's, let's face it. I, I don't want to poo-poo your question, but... If you if we're worried about the third receiver, like that's that's not what any team's worried about. Because if that if you get to that guy and that guy becomes a focal point, like you have issues. If Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle are gonna miss games, the Niners are gonna be in trouble. It's just that simple. Like they've drafted these two guys now. Ayuk, what, twenty seven, Debo pick thirty five, and Kittle, they've while well, he's a fifth round pick, they invested a lot of money and so did Zenny in him being a superstar. <laughs> like they need those three guys. And whether it's Jimmy or whether it's the pick that they traded all, like they need, the, and really those four guys and Trent Williams, who they paid a shitload of money to, to just be on the field. And if they're on the field, let the chips fall where they may. If they're all missing games, what would you say? Same, you know, same shit, different pile or whatever. It just it it feel like the last couple. It just be like it. It would just be like a never ending cycle if those type guys are missing games. Yeah, they can. They, you can handle a tart. You can handle an Alex Mack ankle roll. To me, any guy that has star potential on your team or is a star, Trent, Kittle, Ayuk, your quarterback, Fred Warner, Bosa, miss games, like, it's a problem. Anyone else, like, it's part of football. Uh, now, you would argue if they got hurt, it's also part of football, but, like, the Niners have dealt with those type guys getting hurt. Like, Joe Staley limping off the field. What happened? He just broke his leg in Cincinnati. Like, oh, my God. Remember that? He was like limping off. You're like, that doesn't look yep. good. And then all of a sudden his femur's broken. And then McGlinchey goes down. What? Oh, it's torn MCL. It was just one, it was just boom. And that was a Super Bowl year. 
Even the Super Bowl year, like guys were going down. D Ford miss a bunch. That's of That's why you know it, I hadn't really thought of it from that. We always we've been spending a lot of time talking about like what happens when guys go down. The reverse being, I, I, and you know we've talked about this. Like we we don't we don't spend a lot of time on if Jalen Hurd is healthy. If he's healthy, then I think that's something that we really dive into. Um, but it would feel like, I think from our perspective, we've probably given up on that to some degree. So if he is healthy, which isn't, I mean, I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying that's not been in our thought process. If he is healthy, that is potentially a pretty major, that's going to feel like a team that needs a win gets one. Agreed. But I don't think you can depend on him. You know, I think whatever he gives you is gravy. And then, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, no, if I'm he makes you. a team is gravy almost. I, I don't think you can start projecting right now going, that's going to be your third guy. That's, you know, I'm, I'm in agreement. There. Okay. Before I move on, John, let's tell the people about our friends at decked, decked.com slash ham. If you own a truck, you know what it's like to have your stuff rattle around the cab or under the seat. I don't know if you saw Javon Kinlaw just bought a house, got a big old truck parked out front. Maybe he could uh, check out decked. It can be a pain to keep everything organized, secured, keep it protected from the elements. That's why for your truck, you got to start organizing accessing, protecting, and securing everything with decked.com slash ham. Yep. Decked has a true 2,000-pound payload capacity load floor. You can put so much stuff on it because everything in your different individual drawers, the deck, they keep your gear secure, secure, Mm -hmm. but they also have the strength to, like, you put a four-wheeler. You can put whatever you want over it. It doesn't matter because it's got that type power guy. It's got that type durability. Decked also offers... A full line of segmented, I can't even speak, segmented storage organizational accessories like toolboxes, bags, cargo tie-downs, and other handy items for maximum efficiency, both of space and your time. How do you beat that? The deck drawer system is 100% made in this country, known as America. Three-year, no-hassle warranty, and as we were told, they have never turned anyone down with any issue in the history of the company. Fits every full-size truck and cargo van made since the mid-90s. Uh, every mid-size truck since around 2005. You can roll your four-wheeler up on top of all your, uh, all your stuff with that 2,000-pound payload capacity. You can start oh. pulling out drawers, filling it with ice. I mean, hooking up speakers, whatever you want to do. That's the beauty. Uh, it's for the creators of the real world, John. It's for the blue-collar creators. Deck to blue-collar creators. Go get it. Deck.com slash ham. Get your deck drawer system at deck.com slash ham to get free shipping. Decked.com slash ham. Free shipping on your decked drawer system. Decked.com slash ham. Podcast also brought to you by our friends at Indeed. Indeed, the website that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, interview, all on Indeed.com slash ham. Yep. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications, and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. How do you beat that? You can do interviews live on Indeed. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right people fast and easy. Because what's the key when you're looking to hire someone? Like, what do I need? What do, what, what do they bring to the table? Well, you have the resumes there. You can set up exact queries of what you're looking for, what type skill sets, and you can choose from more than, I don't know, 130 skill tests and add your must-have requirements so only you pay for the applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all their job sites combined. How do you beat that guy? You don't. 
Indeed.com slash ham. 73% of all online job seekers in the United States visit Indeed each month, according to Comscore. And with Indeed Instant Match, when you sponsor your job post, over 80% of employers get quality candidates the second they do that. So get started right now. The free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash ham. $75 credit. Indeed.com slash ham. Indeed.com slash ham. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions. Or as we like to say, terms and conditions. Conditions. Terms and conditions apply. I'll say it right for the lawyers. All right, next up in the mailbag, John, Mr. Personality. Great podcast. Nothing more to say. You guys should come to a Clovis West football game on a Friday and then to Fresno State on a Saturday this season. That's the I'll old, see you there, baby. The old one, two, three. What? Do they have any – who do they got at home this year, you know? Uh, Michigan State no coming clue. in? clue. I, I do know early on in the season, it's probably pretty hot to do a doubleheader. I mean, they you could do, go back-to-back one-tenths. They do have a traditional power coming in, John, on August 28th. UC Davis. Close. U-C-O-N-N. UConn. A basketball power, but a power. They have UConn coming to Fresno? UConn coming to Fresno. I can't imagine. Wow. That's pretty nuts. Shocked UConn. Cal Poly is coming in on uh, week three, though. Why would you schedule that game? Maybe for it's week two. The, I don't know. The distance of flight, the heat. The heat. That, seem, that seems crazy. That If the dogs can't win that game, they're not going to be very good. That is a huge advantage, dogs, right there. UConn? UConn? Week one. Wow. Do you, do you have a... Uh, is that like on ABC or something? Like CBS why? Sports Network. You're coming out for CBS Sports Network? At 11 a.m. Pacific. So, I mean, the oh. one... Th- the one thing UConn has working for them is it's their body clock is actually a reasonable time. That's pretty nuts. 11 a.m. Pacific kickoff at Fresno State? That seems kind of crazy, doesn't it? I mean, is that normal? Ele- no, nah, I wouldn't say it's normal. You do get some. I remember Stanford played UC Davis at 11 a.m. a few years ago. You get it occasionally. I guess they're doing, they're doing those for TV now, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the only reason to do that is for TV, for sure. Yeah. Because I don't remember ever Excuse being me. there and we have a game earlier in like one thirty. Pretty two. rare. 11 feels pretty early for a, for a home West Coast game. But I guess, obviously, the TV networks have changed a lot in a decade. Yeah. Right? Their power and the inventory. They need inventory. I um, For people who aren't in the area or maybe are new to the pod, Clovis West is a, a traditional high school football power in the Central Valley of California, and they are being head coached by a new head coach, our buddy head coach, coach Eric Brown, and it's, it's the beginning of great things for them, so we're keeping a close eye on the uh, Golden I don't Eagles. want to get ahead of ourselves, but uh, when you think of the great coaches in the history of the, of the profession, the coaching profession, I, I mean, I'm not going to say this guy has the opportunity to be an all-time great, but I don't think he doesn't have the opportunity to become the all-time greatest, you know, High school, and who knows? I mean, I could see him parlaying that. To, he could be the coach of the dogs in five years to then be the coach of Alabama by the time we're 45. I would say you're seeing more of that now, but I think it used to happen too where guys just, you know, he was in college for a long, college coach for a long time. High school, yeah. people bounce back, uh, bounce back to that level, go back to college. So, uh, Chef Curry, uh, Sammy Sosa, 6969 with this question, John. Uh, I guess Sammy Sosa 69 was already taken opinions on Steph and being on the Olympic team. So the last I saw, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I, he's not, does he know for sure he's going to play on the Olympic team or are we not sure if Steph's going to play on team USA this year? I thought he was out. 
Last I saw, I thought a couple days ago it was up in the air. But I don't blame any guy who doesn't play. I love, you know, I love Team USA basketball. Like, I think USA basketball, you know, we're the greatest all-time team, any sport, the dream team. But I wouldn't blame. Here's a story that says Steph unsure, but that's two days old. So I don't, 50-50. I don't, this particular year, and we're watching guys in this postseason get hurt, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't go. I would guess our team's going to look kind of funky. Like, I don't think we're going to have too many top 10 players. Steph's, the Kevin's, the Harden's, the LeBron's. AD, no. Uh, Kawhi, obviously, out. Kyrie, he's done. He's out. Million, he's out. KD's out. You said KD. PG, AD, out. LBG, J. I mean, and some of the sweet, you know, Luka's not ours. <laughs> Jokic isn't ours. I mean, I, honestly, because Dame a lot, I... I it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden it's like uh, Wiseman and, you know, he's injured. But you know what I'm saying? It, they, it could be a weird mix. So Dame and Draymond are reportedly in, as is Jason Tatum. Yeah, to me, that feels like the, the best player on our team is probably going to be Dame. And the Draymond, you play that much defense in the international play, then you're going to be able to score? The game's a little different? Yeah, but I think his ball, his his his... Guarding ability and his player, his ball movements probably fits really well. Where, where are the uh, the old Olympics? T- uh, Tokyo. Yep, Tokyo. So, I mean, could we get? Uh, are we gonna? Is Lamarcus gonna be on the team? Maybe Devin Booker. Would it shock you if Devin Booker plays? I mean, we'll have to see what happens here, right? Maybe they'll be. Yeah, I mean, they could use him. Could they get a Nick? You know, could you get like? Uh, <laughs> oh, a New York Nick. I take like Seth Curry. I feel like he'd be good. Yeah. I'd invite him. Uh, you know, I just get shoot. I just take Duncan shooters. Robinson. Uh, no defense. Could we take uh like Jimmy Butler? Would he play? That'd be great. He's always down to play, feels like. Trey, maybe Trey Young. Trey Young always feels like he's down to play. Ben Simmons could work on his shooting. <laughs> Is this the only team Zion does want to play for? Well, I <laughs> Would you want to play for Stan Van Gundy? Because it feels like the last several teams, everyone hates him. It's not just and then, it's, and then it's the combination and the Pelicans. This is why I said a few weeks ago, like, I don't think Chris Paul gets enough credit. Chris Paul's been on organizations that stink. Been on the Hornets slash Pelicans. Nobody wants to play there. Goes to the Clippers back when they were toxic. They were good all of a sudden. The Suns, they did get better last year, but historically, they've had some good years. Ownership not known as the best in the league. Turns them into a legitimate. That's why I give Chris some credit. I mean. No, he deserves credit. I, I give Chris credit. Give Corona Chris credit. Give his flowers, John. Uh, next up, Bosa's biceps. Uh, my question is, what are your favorite bars to watch Niners games at and or Bay Area sports in general? I live in Oakland and usually end up watching most Niner games at home so no one has to see my nervous breakdowns every time Jimmy's throwing a tight a pass in a tight game. Uh, my go-tos have been Drake's dealership, Double Standard in Oakland, and Norm's Place in Danville. Uh, ben Simmons is Australian also, by the way, according to Josh. So that doesn't help us. No, that's, that's or good, does. That's I don't know. Uh, Any Rex. Yeah, I mean, we tend to watch Niner games one or two places at the stadium or in our homes because we usually do content immediately after the game and like to lock in. Um, but that said, if you like a good place to watch a game, uh, Harry's in San Francisco. I don't know about Niner games, but I know it's a good spot for games. I've not watched. Have you watched a – have you spent an NFL Sunday – not at home or at a stadium in a while? A Sunday? No. 
And that's just because Sunday's uh, a work day for us, not because that's yeah. not fun. I mean, it's, uh, it's how we feed our families. Uh, our, you know, our unborn children got to eat. I got to eat. Yeah. You got to eat. Uh, you know, I, B- Buffalo Wild Wings is pretty sweet. Like the one in Danville. I've been there. We have. Remember watch the NFC? I've been there just before doing stuff. It's actually pretty cool. I would, I'm just a fan of Buffalo Wild Wings setup. We got Stadium Pub in Walnut Creek, which is a cool, you know, sports bar setup. I, I, I've been several times with Hawkins on like college football Saturdays to go drink during the day. It's it's a good setup. I'd imagine Niner games at most places in the, uh, you know, the the Oakland guy gets offended. This guy's obviously a Niner fan, but like the East Bay's ours. That's what Raider fans say. No, nah, actually, go to most places the Niner games are on. Hey, they better. Yeah, be I'm on. not no shit no shots. I'm not talking shit. I'm just <laughs> just my experience. You know. Uh, but I would be open to people DMing us where they like to go. I would like to update that list for people. Um, and it doesn't have to be, um, you know what? We were doing this back, you know, early pandemic, just shouting out local places like our, you know, Pink Onion, good spot for great pizza. They have a ham pod pie. But uh, we're, we're, we're never opposed to, um, you know, no matter where you are, you don't have to be in the barrier. As we know, when we sold our hats and they went to over 50, over 50 states, they went to over half of the states. That we got people everywhere. So just, you know, if you have your favorite uh, place to watch a game in uh, Biloxi, there might be another Haber Middlecoff listener in Biloxi we want to connect you to. So, um, you know, let us know. Let us know. For shizzle. Maybe that should be something we include in the mailbag. A, a, a question and you you hit us with just your favorite bar or something like that. Yeah, your best, your favorite bar. I like that, your favorite bar. Favorite bar and what you like there, whether it's a drink or a barbecue, whatever. No one cares about the food unless it's barbecue, I think, when it comes to a bar. But, you know, wh- wherever you like to eat and watch and drink. I do think some bars, like the Rooftop Bar in Walnut Creek, like some of the best bars are also just good restaurants. Okay. You know, I think the older you get, you know, some of our younger listeners, the more mo- when you get make a little more money, you can go just sit at a nice bar and also eat. Yeah. Like that to me is like, I, I do that sometimes. Like if I just want to go get out of the house and go eat, I just go to a, a nicer restaurant, but it also has a nice bar. So you can kind of good double vibes. whammy. You can, yeah, you can get drink, good vibes. Little, you know, yeah. It's a time of year where locals and non-locals are coming to Northern California, going to Napa. I'll recommend Sky and Vine Rooftop Bar on the uh, roof of the Archer. Great TV setup, good shade. You're outdoors. It's rooftop, good Napa views, good food, good drinks. Uh, so... There, we'll start it off. Just hit us up with your uh, your bar recommendations. No matter where in the world you are, uh, we, we just we just develop that. We want to know. I like that. All right. Uh, should we conclude there? Do you want to? Do we? Uh... I mean, oh, did you have something else you wanted to hit on? Nah, not really. I mean, I did, but I'm kind of over yeah, it now. Unless you want me to get lost to it. the fire. I lost the no, fire I'm, for I'm, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. All right. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Uh, as always, the mailbag, iTunes. Uh, tell your friends we always appreciate when you share uh, like anything a little word of mouth goes a long way so uh, send somebody a link tell them you like listening to us we appreciate that have a great freaking weekend all right y'all later